0: Good morning Wakeland Wolverine's. This is your speaker, special speaker actually, Subi, and today I'm here to talk to you about the Amsko publication book, chapter 14, more specifically in the Amsko publication book. So without any further ado, let's get started. If I were to create a book cover for this chapter of covering the book, I would create a single piece of paper that included the evolution of a single crop, more like maize, more commonly known as corn, and its evolution over the last century as it survived revolutions and became genetically modified. This would show how it was altered as the years went by and its physical impacts. My first point of analysis today is gmo gmo or more commonly referred to as genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that scientists have modified by altering the genetics and inserting them into the dna of another species compared to the olden day foods gmo foods can be more nutritious and adapt to the environment better on the other hand though Genetically modified organisms are way too expensive for farmers and often, if not always, have the potential risk for consumers who digest it. Being brought up in a family who is passionate about gardening, I have been raised knowing the harms of GMO. It has included organ problems, less nutrition, malnutrition, and less immunity. The only reason this has not been brought to light yet is because of the recent innovation of GMO. In the future, as the first generation that was brought up with GMO ages, the results will be shown. My personal theory or hypothesis, which is not as advanced as Malthus's theory or Rossling's theory, is that by the time we will be aware of this, it will be too late to revert back to organic food since the only organic food majority of the times is located in certain parts of Africa and is very scarce. By this time the realization is brought to light we cannot reverse the genetic alterations we created my second point of analysis today will be organic foods recently there has been a demand for organic food in the united states as a result of a health-based awareness being raised Consumers attempt to digest food that has not been processed and integrated with pesticides or fertilizers. Steps are taken, such as building their own organic garden. In fact, my family owns three minute organic gardens in which we grow food and supply them occasionally to markets and majority of the time for ourselves, friends, and families. Organic food has way more pros that outweigh it than cons, yet There is one major con, and this is because the present and future generations have not had a good and strong immunity. This means when they suddenly intake organic foods, they might not be able to attain the fullest nutrients in the food and potentially gain a disease because of their low immunity. This will lead to another topic also covered in this chapter, loss of biodiversity. Less genetically modified organisms will be created as a result of the crops that were genetically modified being abandoned such as big red tomatoes they might not be available anymore on the other hand farmers might who farmers who abandoned older varieties of food might be recovered thus returning back to organic foods Okay, y'all, I have so much to talk about in this chapter just because I believe I am very well-knowledged in this and there's a lot of things that current citizens and even students are not aware of. So first, as I previously and mainly talked about in my first two analyses, is that I believe citizens and consumers are well off if they return back to organic farm foods and organisms in comparison to genetically modified organisms. Sorry for my stuttering. In addition to that, I also believe that the way of food production and preparation has greatly altered. It has changed as people have changed where they live and work. As people moved from rural areas to urban areas, they grew less of the food they consumed and purchased more of it. Or in the olden days, everything from the hunters and gatherers were actually gathered or hunted. So in other words, it was either plants or animals. Nowadays, though, we often buy things such as cake mixes or the entire meals, which are frozen and can be reheated three years later and be eaten perfectly. I believe that this is bad because this might lead to the future generations having a less lifespan and ultimately be the death of us okay so it might not be ultimately the death of us i might have been exaggerating there Due to mine and my family's passionate interest in farming, I have read and studied numerous books about the evolution of farming, including, my personal favorite, a well-known and written book, The one Straw Revolution. In the stupendous literature, the scientist accounts of the evolution of how he evolved personally from a scientist and morphed into an involved farmer who farms organic foods that are pesticide, pesticide, sorry, free. In the literature, he allows the audience to analyze his observations and his educational hypothesis and conclusions he has made based on his study. Both the, both the AMSCO publication book and this book include Von Thunan's theory. In this theory, or more specifically the Thunon model, it suggests that the accessibility to the market can create a complete system of agricultural land use. He believed that the decisions regarding what to produce were based largely upon transportation costs and the costs were proportional to the distance from the market. The cost of land was another factor that influenced decisions regarding agricultural production. And there was a distance decay pattern between the cost of land and the distance from the market. This is according to the Antico publication book. The model works stupendously today. In many LDC countries today, it is utilized. Many countries produce less bulky products for the core of the region of the world in order to keep transportation costs low. It does an okay job in highly developed countries of the world. The Chicago area works okay. From the United States East to West, it's somewhat true, but it's not always accurate. My favorite catchphrase for the top three catchphrases Superstar Subixa chose this week was 1. aren't you glad we're going organic? Two, the hands of monocropping is like monopoly. And three, finally, fair trade in order to make sure farmers get high paid. Thank you, Texas, for listening, y'all. And Wakeland Wolverines, congrats on advancing to DECA. Best of wishes, Subhiksha Sankar, not John Green.